the Frankie Wild and the Wild Bunch minus Frankie Wild with special guest Frankie Wild featuring Pregnart concert is about to start. Angus Cora is on his way with some special guests of his own. Will his crew open some flesh wounds with special guests bleeding to death for our jaunty jousters or vice versa? Find out on this week's Hapless Heroes. I've seen a couple dwarfs go down some dark holes and me too. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My Hi. name is Dave, and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Let's uh, start our show by introducing our cast. Um, oh, hell, for a change of pace, I'm going to start with from my right tonight. Playing the gorgeous Morton Mac and Chubbs is Massimo. Thank you for those kisses. <laughs> to his right, appearing tonight as both... Stenton Cross Breeze and the inimitable, incomparable, and incomprehensible how about the Smasher is James. Good evening, friendos. And Damn. hello. <laughs> <laughs> to his right, portraying both Murph Eastlaw and Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. It's so nice to have Ooh, I oh, sorry. <laughs> that was so Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to have so many fans. Where's Quinn? To his right, playing Tabby Ossermott and Felix Fizzlebottom is Francesco. I have a plan. Well, hey there, fellas. To his right, we have, as both Jarrell the Light and Dr. Dudu, John. Let the show begin. This should be interesting. <laughs> and last but not least, both as Parada Lincoln Woods and special guest Pregnart, we have the one and only Zach. This crowd is looking a little uh, rowdy. I hope no more annoying and severely eccentric characters show up. Pregnant <laughs> 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 is here. I'm going to dance moves with the band. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So, setting our stage, literally, on stage. Just sort of um, placing all of our people before we kind of go into what's going on. On stage, we've got the band minus Frankie Wilde, who's still backstage. The band has just strolled onto stage, consisting of our guitar player, Chops McGarnagle. Yep. Our bass player, known only as Beef. And on drums, Combustulo. <laughs> Hoping for the best from Combustulo. It sounds sexual <laughs> when you say it. I don't know why. It could be. <laughs> that was combust you high. Yeah. <laughs> Pregnart was talking to the band, and he's just off stage. He's also going to be featured as Air Guitar tonight. Yes. Yeah, Air Guitar and General Hype Man. Uh, and also, <laughs> he's, I don't know who was here when we recorded that episode, but he's dressed in a suit of his own making uh, that uses his, like, control water powers to, like, 
envelop his entire body in like a shimmering, like ice um, color, color, color changing uh, suit. Damn, homie. <laughs> Wayne Coyne is jealous as fuck right now. Yeah. Gorgeous Mort is no jealous shit. as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous Mort is laying like naked, oiled up from all the butter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the popcorn. So don't have a location for Mort right now. Where He's with Dudu Mort? in the green room. Yeah, I, Mort is I with am, Dudu in the green room. Yeah, okay, I'm following Dudu around. All like, right. My my last um my last written down location of to do was walking around like a big bird. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's about right. Okay, so we've got to do. Yeah, Mort's basically mimicking everything that to do does. And Mort are in the green room. I believe Jarrell's there too. That sentence was uh, fantastic. I, I know, I'm sorry. Um, I just it's true. Jarrell is in the green room right now. Uh, we haven't established Hoblet or Stenton yet. Stenton is with Frankie. Hoblet is MIA. I'm, I'm, I'm just getting to mapping out where everybody is right, right now. Right, right. And to get and more we'll go through that, too. and that'll kind of set the scene for what's going on once we sort of lay out our map here. So we've got that. Uh, Murph was with uh, Jarrell and Chubbs in the green room. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Chubbs is in the green room. Felix and Paradil are in like the sound stage in the center. Yep. Like, the, uh, and the the. Like crow's nest, nest, like crow's nest area, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where Felix and Peridot are chilling. And Tabby was looking for people, but I don't think we we established kind of who he found first. All right, so Tabby is somewhere in the crowd. Yeah, he's looking for the heroes because he doesn't want anything to do with the interns anymore. Okay, (laughs) good start. (laughs) There's that. Mort is accounted for. <laughs> Hoblet is not Quinn. Where is Quinn? Quinn is in the middle of the crowd. He he's handing is, out flyers yeah, as people walk he's in. He's greeting people as they okay, come Okay, so in. Quinn's near the entrance. Yeah, yeah, he's stealing the spotlight while there's the spotlight as, is as much as he possibly can without somehow getting his name on the marquee. I think that Quinn should think he's on the marquee. It should also say with special guest, and Quinn thinks. That he's the special guest when it's really pregnant the whole time. <laughs> no, no, it's, the special guest oh, is special Frankie guy. Wilde. It's right. Fre- right. Featuring, featuring pregnant. Featuring pregnant. But he should he should think that he's the special guest and then yeah. tell people with that appearances he's the by yeah. <laughs> Captain Lord Captain Quinn just, Southwick. Just Master thinking an ego, <laughs> thinking that he's just the special guest. The I mean, time. it is a music concert and you are Who a called bard. me master. Who where did that come from? Um uh, Phil. Yeah, Hedrick did. And like that was the only thing you picked up from anything mm-hmm. he said to you right. was just that yep. he addressed you as master, master and then you stopped listening. And I love <laughs> how petty Quinn was that whole episode. All right. So just to set the stage, kind of going from the back of the venue to the front, on stage currently setting up, getting ready as the lights are just dimming, kind of our uh, way to fade in on drums, we have Combustulo. Which has an exclamation point at the end of yes, it. Yes, I did write it down with an exclamation point Good. as well. As well as should. On bass. Is there one in the middle too? Combust! <laughs> just just Come. one because it's all Bust one word. Combust okay. like burst into flames. That's what I'm expecting. Come. Yeah. <laughs> Bust you low. <laughs> I'm telling oh you, it God, sounds like no. that. Please Does it not? And Why? we're 13. I wasn't the first one that thought of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just you the first her. one that you said literally it. Were. We're recording <laughs> our thoughts out loud, <laughs> and you were the first one that we're, said it. We're right. going more with spontaneous human combustulo and a little less with pearl necklace combustulo. Yes. Okay. That's wow. his brother. Just a little less. That's <laughs> his, his brother, brother. pearl necklace. All right, so my combust on, is always human and frequently 
spontaneous. <laughs> Weird. Great. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> you maniacs, you ruined it. <laughs> well, you tried to clarify it, but it made nothing any more clear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just kind of skipping forward from that utter debacle of a naming tragedy, on base is beef. <laughs> He has a period at the end of his okay. name. <laughs> <laughs> but all caps when you spell the man name. Okay. Good uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Good On guitar, beef. we have uh, Chops McGarnagle. Mm-hmm. Chops McGarnagle. Chops McGarnagle. No and punctuation. Pregnart has also sort of sauntered flippered however out on stage, however Pregnart gets himself With his on Technicolor ice think, coat. He's doing huh? sort of um like a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, somersault. Nice. Like he I, he hasn't start, stopped somersaulting since entering the stage. That's People amazing. are still like wondering what the hell he even is, I think. Because it's he like gets this col- technicolor ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like the out, co- out there. It's like the output of a kaleidoscope, but in person. Yeah, <laughs> he's a blurry, tumbling, <laughs> swirling mess of water and excitement. Hey, fair. <laughs> That's fantastic. Not to totally jump the hoblet gun. I'm just wondering, wherever Hoblet is right now, uh-huh. can he see the stage? You get, I'm not the DM, man. I don't okay. know why you're looking at me. So, <laughs> what, what you seem Hob- to have the, right. the, so, you were like, no. The so question we like have a, to answer is, what was Hoblet doing while he was away? Whoring. Yeah, we, we, we yeah. had settled on a bender. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was <laughs> out on a bender. Okay, I good totally stuff. crashed out at Robert Kraft's place. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Give him a hand. Robert yeah. Kraft is a man of God. He doesn't bring his pleasures home with him, I don't think. Also, <laughs> he tells you. Deduct 50 gold from your pouch. Yep. At least. Good call. Good call. I mean, I had a good time. I mean, some other stuff got deducted I can, from your pouch, too. I can be. Hey! Combustulo! Set and spike. <laughs> so now that we've called back to it, we don't have to make that joke again, right? No, we don't. Uh, well, I'm sure I we think you, will. You get, no, you get one more because of the rule of three. Ah, yes. Hopefully it's not a premature. Minus 50 <laughs> gold <laughs> for whores. <laughs> Minus 50 okay. for whores. Okay, good. So, a, uh, so would, a, would a flyer for the concert have made its way to the whorehouse, maybe? Flyers for this concert are fucking everywhere today. Okay. So Hoblet has been planning the end to his bender being the concert. You can plan Frankie the end thing. of a bender. I didn't know that's how benders worked. When you're, three, <laughs> when you're an experienced yeah. when you're 300 bender. or so years old, yeah. <laughs> this is my under. first bender. This is my 12th <laughs> bender. Yeah. We, we've gotten pretty good at throwing the brakes on a bender and knowing that I've seen a couple dwarfs go down some dark holes. and Yeah. Me too. Hoblet's not like that. <laughs> we literally put Frankie in a K-hole. Don't forget that we did that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of like forced him on a bender. No, just, we, no just to reiterate, warning, this podcast contains yada, yada, yada. Hoblet also now only not even has necessary. <laughs> three hits of acid left. After that whole month, two months? How much acid yeah, did I was, you start I was with? microdosing the whole oh, okay, time, okay. so just kind of <laughs> steady tripping. Wow. All right. So Great. Hoblet, Hoblet's bender is coming to an so, end. So yeah, I would say maybe I'm, I don't know that everybody else is there. Right. So I'm just at the concert. 
<laughs> You're just like in the in the audience, right? I'm just in the audience. Now, should we clarify what the flyer had on it? I mean, I saw Pregnart, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, you do know. You would know. It was a late yeah. edition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pregnart was a very late edition. Okay, yeah. and you should know Frankie Wilde, right? So that's why I'm coming. Also, a late edition. Well, I saw a Frankie Wilde flyer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're a big Combustulo fan. You couldn't miss his last show. Is Combustulo <laughs> a dwarf? Combustulo, I he was I a gnome, right? Combustulo is a gnome. Yes. Yeah, I thought Beef okay. was a dwarf. Beef is a dwarf. Yes. Ooh. Right. I could be there to see Beef. Yeah. You're one of Beef's boys. We. Yeah. Oh. Do I know Beef? I don't know if you know Beef. Yeah, but he was formerly in the Beefsy Boys before <laughs> I he was, was going to do that one too. Uh, damn Frankie it. Wild and the Wild Bunch. But when the Beefsy Boys broke up, then he joined the Wild Bunch. Okay. okay. Beefsy Boys. <laughs> you beat oh, me to God. it, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, License to get ill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great album. License to ill is a great album. Correct. Now it's been reviewed. We didn't sing that one yet. Yeah, we didn't. We still brought it up. All right, it's a preemptive. So going, so that covers what's on the stage. Combustible beef chops and a spinning, twirling pregnart are on stage. This is just at the moment where the lights begin to come down. Now, working our way kind of to the side in the green room, we've got Frankie who's psyching himself up while facing into a corner. Yes, right. Like, you know, like he's he's disconnected from everyone. He's doing that Nicolas Cage thing where he's wiggling his hands by the side of his head. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately know what you're talking exactly, about. <laughs> everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but also in the room, we've got a Stenton Crossbreeze. We've got a Murph Eastlaw, Chubbs, Didu, Mort, Jarrell. Up in uh, kind of a cupola off of the uh, roof, dead center of the structure, sort of the top of the dome there, we've got Peridil and Felix. Hanging out in the crow's nest. Yeah, hanging out in the crow's nest, sort of overlooking things. You know, you're near the soundboard and the light guy's up there. Maybe spyglassing it up? Does Felix have a spyglass? I do have uh, magnification on my magic goggles. However, it just, you know, everything's purple. But, you know, it's cool. It's just different shades of purple. Are there there catwalks up there? If there's lighting, there might be even... Yes, there are catwalks up there that get you to the side of the dome and then uh, down to the floor. Cool. Yeah. All right. Also, I think I specified that we have, like, lines that I can zip down to. Zip lines! Yes, zip lines. Down to the down to the floor. Yeah. Like a radial yeah. outreach <laughs> yes, of zip lines. Yes, we do have those. I just want to specify. Walking through the crowd, sort of, um, we, we kind of got him just sort of mingling through things as Tabi Asramat. Mm-hmm. And then in the crowd, but um, sort of near the entrance, greeting people as they come in and sort of trying to drum up his name even further, if that's possible. Spoiler alert. Isn't. He is the most popular man in the world. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the world. Well, the most popular man in the <laughs> I mean, world you wouldn't. to be the world, depending on how quickly bottles right. on the water. Spread we can. We can humble this a little bit. No. <laughs> Are you also, starting to feel shame? <laughs> not sh- well. The player a uh, little bit. Also, I have a question. Not at all. Why the need to include a spoiler alert when they're already listening to the thing that should expose that information to them for the first time in the first place? If this is the first I episode, know. I don't know. You jumped in at episode 136. It's, it's warning people not to say it before other people watch it. Oh. Listen to it. Yeah. Uh, 
It's like, here's a spoiler alert you don't want to say. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You're already listening to the thing. <laughs> so, Oh, now you ruined it. All of these things have happened. We've got all these people in place. The lights have just dimmed. The show is about to start. And a raucous cacophony of what sounds like a chorus of young dwarven ladies singing a choral rendition of All I Do Is Win can be heard rolling up <laughs> to the front gates. Oh my god. Uh oh. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the wild bunch to me. No. Nope. Another one. <laughs> and after a moment in some, you know, some nervousness. Mm-hmm. Now, Frankie, he knows his timing. He knows not to be upstage. He's going to wait for that to resolve just a little bit. And leaving the lights dimmed for a moment and the audience wanting a little more isn't a bad thing for a showman. Now, is it, not, it's full. It's a full house, right? It is damn near full, yes. Okay. So, entering through the doors, completely unarmed, are... In full armor... A female knight named Armilax. Are they wearing name tags? No, but okay. <laughs> these are, remember, these are famous people. Right. 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 right people right. would know who they are. She sounds like she's wearing a sweet headband. Yes. And you said she's a human? Human, uh, and she appears to be some sort of knight. She is in full plate armor. Okay. Headband? No, but a helmet. Okay. Headband with ear protection do, in it. How do we know she's a woman? Protection. I was going to say that, just but you said, know what? Because because people are gaudy and they put boobs on the breastplates when they don't need to be there. <laughs> kind of like the, the the nipples on a Batman yeah. costume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, got it. All right. <laughs> and actually, that's there so that you know you prevent chafing, Mike. Yes. All right. Are they really? Yes. We have. Like, I like thought it was so Batman could nurse his Kevlar baby. He needs that much space for his nipple. In a long black dress with raven hair, we have a female dwarf named Elvira, who looks sort of like the Mistress of the Dark if you squished her down. Nice. Okay. Does she have oval boobs? <laughs> no, I mean, they're still round. It's just shorter. I mean, Elvira had like freakishly spherical breasts yeah <laughs> that she continues to have spherical breastuses wow i'm just picturing her smushed and then you know like, yeah yeah I, I, I know but deal with it a sphere smushed yes. is still a sphere i guess yes <laughs> the half elf pocus poke us frumbo pocus poke us frumbo yes the same quotes in, in the middle leather armor poke us frumbo okay Pocus is his real name, and Poke Us is his nickname? Yes, Poke yeah. Us. Yeah. Like Pocus, Poke he's a, Us. He's a swordsman who uses a rapier. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah. Make, yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Also, a goblin named Grep. 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 Can you G-R-E-P. spell that? G-R-E-P. Grep. Grep. Hmm. Okay. He's I, wearing some padded armor. I know what needs to happen now. We need to befriend the goblin and turn him against his friends. But also okay, with yeah, this Okay, yeah, good group, luck. <laughs> Also in uh, leather armor, that scoundrel brings Brackensprocket. Oh shit! Wait, who sees them walking in? I would Everybody. assume. Everybody. Yeah. Well, after the people in the green room. Com- after no. that kind of commotion, 
all eyes in the house, maybe not in the green room, but everybody else in the house has their attention firmly on the door. Okay. Do they and the guys working the spotlights probably turned around yes. and I would I would say that Dadu made his way like toward the stage area too. So like when he heard that he wandered out. Yeah. Which also Damn means more is following Damn him it. towards yep. the stage. And entering last and never least, the one, the only Angus Kaur. Mm. Still clean shaven for a dwarf? Still clean shaven. Every single one of these people coming in are completely unarmed, but in their in whatever armor they would wear. Good. Is Hoblet in the audience? Like where we we will establish Hoblet. I was gonna say you don't want to establish Hoblet. I, I think we need to establish where Hoblet is as we know what everybody else is going so to do. They walk in the door. I still am contemplating. They walk in the door. All eyes are on them. When suddenly, from the left side of the house, if you're from the stage facing the main entrance, Mm -hmm. there is a crash as one of the side doors that should have been barred closed smashes open and in staggers one hoblet. (laughs) Half drunk. What's hoblet wearing right now? Oh, we're doing I. What's Hoblet wearing? Oh, do all the spotlights go to Hoblet when he crashes through the door? Like, does he make a scene? Yeah, yes. I like the spotlight. <laughs> this is, does Hoblet make a scene? The whole place hmm. had been dead quiet when the most famous adventuring band in the land came in unarmed through the door. So the spotlight was on them. just come walking in with weapons into a major concert. Yeah, I figure he just goes, do. like, from stage... To front doors now to side doors. <laughs> Where Hoblet just barrels slash staggers in. But what is he wearing? Well, set us a scene. I feel like everybody wants him to just be in a cod piece. But <laughs> that's the rationality would state that if I went to the whorehouse with my armor, I left the whorehouse. With my armor. I mean, hopefully. It's about 50-50 so far. <laughs> I'm just... I'm t- <laughs> if this is a planned bender, I'm going to assume that you know Right, right. Yeah, if you, if you could plan to end it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm normally dressed. And right. I'm guessing since I'm coming in the side door, I'm armed. Appropriate yeah. clothes. Yeah. Appropriate... Yes. Bathed or... Under- <laughs> well, he started off the with the bath well, and then developed the more fill throughout uh, the right. month. Yeah. It's, it's um, a different kind of right. filth. I was bathed by a hooker of the first day, 60 days ago. Oh, right, but that, that was a process that repeated itself. Um, yeah, it turns out the hooker was couple weeks ago. for every okay. encounter. A couple yeah. weeks ago, he says. Yeah. So there's a there's like a week and a half. Of, so how about you get right. into bi-quarterly? Yeah, like some of the filth bit. he wants to hang on to just for nostalgic value. That, I mean, that's part of the investment. Yeah. yeah the nostalgia oh my god <laughs> she was a beautiful woman <laughs> all right. you say that out so loud? you crash in <laughs> through uh-uh. the side um, cutting the camera to outside the uh chorus of 12 dwarven maidens all sort of scatter off in their own directions they stopped being paid as soon as uh the escort ended <laughs> there's also a uh what looks like a covered wagon cart left uh outside maybe about 50 yards away from the door okay well okay. i mean all of us inside don't really know it's there no. but we're setting that for the audience yeah we're and saying we that will do audience. nothing with that information right guys right so i check the no i'm just I immediately run outside and push their cart away. <laughs> I immediately set fire to the cart. 
All right. So these things have happened. Okay, great. The Hoblet crashes in and the eyes are on him. I would say that the side that... Wait, he's, he's stage left. Where was the green room? Uh, the green room is stage right. Okay. Right off the stage. Gotcha. I'm going to shout down to Angus Kaur and his, his posse. Did you buy tickets? <laughs> Aye. What do you look like, lawbreakers? Yes. Yes. That's exactly what you look like. Fair point. But I have for the show. Hence why we don't have our weapons on us. Who is this speaking? Angus. This is Angus Core. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. You th- sounding like the most stereotypical dwarf that I can produce yeah. with my voice. At this point, Hoblet's head is up because I'm assuming I'm prone. There's no chance that I came through that clusterfuck mm, of a door. Not, not quite prone, but you bumped into some people. <laughs> it, was <a> <laughs> it, it was a door. It was a door. It right. is no longer a door. It right. is uh-huh. a doorway. I mean, granted. There's I no tried door. to pull. It was push. Shit happens. You just broke. <laughs> um, I'm just going to assume that Trixie continues. is with you during all this as and well. And it's one-handed now. Mm-hmm. She. She Preferred is pronouns. Yes, sorry. She, she is her, one-handed. Hers. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and at this point, Frankie steps out on stage. And the place goes Bananas. So the lights go back to the main stage. Yes. My eyes have not left Angus Core in his pocket. Yeah. They probably shouldn't. Well, I'm like right next to them if they came in the entrance. Yeah. So I am. I am prepared. Wait, I'm we are. Saying, and also, we are two people. So I think I just realized, like, when we're saying "I," that is yeah. no, that is now ambiguous when we say that. So Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes. Quinn, third person for the night, guys. Right. Yeah. Quinn has his hands on his rapier, not drawn, but certainly prepared and ready. Did you hand them a Quinn flyer when they walked in? Yes. <laughs> All four of them. More cast yeah. mirror image. And <laughs> Angus, <laughs> Angus walks right up to you, Quinn, gets close enough where he's just in your personal space and speaks in a voice that only you can hear. Okay. Ah, cannot take that out of the sheath, can ya? I'm unarmed. It'd be murder. Whatever you have planned, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me laddie, I've never planned a thing a day in me life. Frankie starts with the big rock. Right, it's probably <laughs> echoing. Yeah, yeah. I can't sing. I can't even approximate singing, but you know that 80s kind of vocalist yeah. thing they yes. do. Getting ready for the big rock show. Are you ready to rock? Wet off you dragon put! Yeah! <laughs> And the show starts, and the band just jumps on it. Okay. And it is loud as hell in here. Right. Which also means that all perception checks for listening are now at disadvantage. Makes sense to me. Um, a little background on Chubbs. Chubbs does not do good in loud environments. So he is now kind of bugged out it's bringing him back to a place that he didn't want to be also he was um uh backstage and uh front row center for morris popping fiasco he was he was front row and center <laughs> for that um but he was back he's now he's just backstage kind of you know off to the side he was trying to just 
be sure nothing goes on on stage. He was just checking things out. Is he between two ferns? He's still between two ferns, but now he is, like, visually freaking out. He hasn't quite, like, snapped yet, but you can tell he's, like, foaming at the mouth, like, like, he's pissed. Like, something snapped in him. Something's wrong. Yeah, he hasn't quite gone off the rails yet, but that's that's his state of mind right now. That is fan tastic. So let's cut it back to the green room with everybody else right now, because I want to know what everybody else is doing. Once Frank is on stage, yeah. Now has happened. Frankie is on stage. There's some commotion about some people who have come right. in, but you can't quite figure out who it is yet. Dudu and Mort saw who came in. We did. Um, Dudu and Mort saw. Okay. How how big is the the amphitheater? Um, it is a big oval. You probably fit about five or six thousand people in here. Okay. So it's big. Yeah, big. Shit be popping. But it's standing room only. It's standing room only. Literally, it is. Probably like the standing room area in you know the in any major arena. How low is the scaffolding to? The scaffolding up at the top of the dome is a hundred feet above, and at the sides of the dome is maybe about sixty feet above the audience. Okay, Dudu is gonna fly up to the scaffolding and sit kind of over where uh, I guess over where the group, the Angus Core party. Great, he's going to shit all over the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Mort saw him fly up there and is just jumping up and down, looking at him like with his arms raised, wondering why he didn't bring him with him. All four Morts are doing this. <laughs> all four Morts are Flapping sort their arms. of just off of stage right now. Kind of like, yeah, trying okay. to fly up like a bird right. to where to do just one. Okay, so to do... And, oh, up there. I lied to you. I was going to say, you probably have cast fly. Yep. Morts, <laughs> Morts, all four Morts are actually going to fly. Does mirror image require concentration? That's a great question. Because they both do. I don't think so. No. It does not? It does no. not. Okay. Because, <laughs> duration, because one minute. If you were attacked, you yeah, lose it's a concentration. Dura- it's a duration. Yeah, but I mean, uh, most duration no, spells. It does not say concentration. Have concentration. It, doesn't, it doesn't have a concentration. Great. Right. That's fantastic. So all four Morts fly up. And hang out with the dude. Okay, it's starting to get a little crowded in the crow's nest. Should well, we're, uh, we're should on, we get some wild magic chance. The dudes in oh, the scaffolding. I really like that. I'd like to see some wild magic roll act. That's going to be two technically because mirror image that and. That will be uh, two. Luckily, I have two d twenties. Oh my! Look at you. Oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Anything? Are you kidding me? Are Wait, take a picture of that. Yeah, <clears throat> somebody take a picture. That will never happen again in our lives. It's happened a couple it's happened times. Happened a few times. <laughs> and, oh, this is the most useless time for it because it doesn't right. do anything. Yeah. You need to double that one. That one. Right. No, 20s do it. That one. 19s and 20s do that's it. That's if you're attacking with a spell. Yeah. Otherwise, wild magic surge only happens in a roll of a nat one. Oh. When you cast spells. So literally nothing happened. No, but you just rolled two nat 20s. Which is dope. Yeah. Which yeah. literally is Always completely ruined. ruined. That's nothing. But still cool. I want something there. That's hilarious. Two nat 20s. Um, do you have your wild magic table? It is somewhere close to me, but not you, on my person. Okay. You may choose to pick an effect from that. Sweet. I don't have. I don't like, know if I have it. <clears throat> yeah, it's I, I mean, something like. You can choose an effect off of it if you want. Like, that's too good of a roll to just have it do Yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I will now be able to maximize the damage of the next damaging spell I cast. All right. So you get an automatic crit? Automatic crit. Mort's got the juice. 
Well, double the damage just means roll the damage twice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it said max damage. Double all the die. Right? Is it, is it just double yeah. the damage? Yeah, crit would be die plus max. I thought it just said max damage. It did say max. Oh, it does? Correct. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're right. Oh. So, never mind. It doesn't just do... Double max? I think it's just max. Oh, just max damage. Okay. Still great. Don't even roll the damage dice. It just does all the math. Yeah, just uh, the maximum damage for that spell happens. Stenton Cross Breeze. What's he up to now? Still Stenton in the green room. heard a commotion. Stenton, being the worker that he is, is assuming a mess. Knowing that everyone else is lazy, he's going to go out and clean up whatever... As as Stenton is walking out, Jarl will say to him, "We are here for one purpose, and that is to protect Frankie. That's how we get paid." Frankie's on stage. I heard a noise. Well, yes, let's, let's stay back here, and not in the green room. He's going because you said you were going to walk out toward the front of the stage. Don't go out all the way. Just go with. That's what Jarl is saying to you. Stick with him so backstage to watch. That, um, oh. Because there's also, remember, there's a little fence kind of with maybe a three-foot gap in between the stage and the front as yeah. you'd have in a major show. Yeah, that That's makes the most sense. not a bad place to be securitizing if you're going to do that. Some, have some big, beefy guys. Yeah. Jarrell, Stenton somewhere. Stenton, that's your choice whether to clean up the door or to help at security in front of there. We're not going to... Do, you, do you, don't, you don't respond to Jarrell saying you get paid at all? <laughs> okay so we'll keep them there murph yeah he is uh he hears the commotion um he is still really trying to find quinn but obviously this is taking precedence um he follows stenton um where did you go onto the stage i went back we're in to the security with jarrell yeah we're yeah. we're in front yeah. between the stage and the fence yeah, yeah i'm gonna go where they are Okay. Um, currently, though, I am slightly slower than them, and I'm not sure why. Of okay. course you are. <laughs> I can't seem to like get like myself moving. All right, that's I'm fine. Confused. A little this. sluggish, but it's not a long walk, so you're able to get up there in a reasonable amount of time. So there's everybody. Chubbs is still between two friends in the green room. Chubbs is side of the stage. Oh, stage right. Stage okay. right. Between two ferns, foaming at the mouth. <laughs> wow. Very close to snapping. Foaming too. Okay, good. So now we've got everybody out of the green room and in their places. The concert has started. The lights are down. Hoblet is just sort of sauntered in. How good is uh, Pregnart's dancing? Pregnart, give me a performance <laughs> check. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Hopefully he's a natural performer. Uh, nine. As the show must go on, and there's no defined standard for quality <laughs> tumbling, they don't really know the difference. His enthusiasm makes up for it. Yes, it does. You know, it almost reminds me of like a Napoleon Dynamite kind of moment where yeah. he's just on stage, like doing something, and people mm-hmm. aren't that worried about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like, you know, like if you're seeing the arcade fire, it doesn't matter how good they're doing it. They're doing it so enthusiastically that. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, right now he's just um, his suit. Instead of going through every like spectral color, uh, it's mostly just different shades of pink and glowing with different intensities. It's fantastic. 
and all the eyes are on stage between Frankie rocking out. And let, let me give a quick performance check for Frankie. Yeah, Frankie is crushing it up there tonight. Of course. Even yeah. after all the drugs? I feel like <laughs> he's in the, the sweet Or is it because zone. of all the drugs? We right. did. <laughs> drugs are what did it. We yeah. still feel proud it's, of ourselves. It's a little Success. between the two. Like, Frankie is in that place that programmers call the Balmer Peak. That what that very specific blood <laughs> ah, alcohol yes. content. Right. Where if you right. go any further, it's a sharp drop off. Usually into, three like, drinks. Being completely yes. non-functional. Yeah. Yes. But he's the, right there where he's just drunk enough to kick ass. It's a optimal abbreviation. creativity, yes. Yeah. Optimal inebriation. <laughs> Is that a reference to Steve Balmer? Yes. Interesting. Who's Steve Balmer? Um, he was uh, in charge of Microsoft after Bill Gates. Uh, read a fucking book. I don't. Yeah, go to a Clippers game. I read lots of books and I didn't. I have an know iPhone. That. I don't use those Microsoft trash products. But anyway, guarantee wow. you do it. So these things have happened. The show has started in earnest. Angus Corr and his people are just sort of standing, arms crossed, at the back of the venue, being menacing, but not threatening enough for anybody to actually do anything about without breaking local laws. Paradol's got his eye on them. They've bought tickets. They're unarmed. So yeah, I'm not doing anything until I am waiting for them to make a move. So to interject, uh, Paradol is just keeping his eye on Angus Corr and his party. Um, He is judging by his position constantly, yeah. which zip line, which, which is the best way to get down to him as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Right. Yes. The moment Angus Kaur or any, any member of his party steps out of line, Peril is going to have his eye on that situation and get down there immediately. That's what we're here for. Very nice. Should I like roll a constant perception check for that? If, if you've got your eyes on it, I think you're good. Okay. And I just want to cover uh, up in the rest of um, the uh, crow's nest there. We've got Mort, Dudu, and Felix. Felix, what are you doing right now? Mort? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, oh, yeah. Mort's up there too? Yeah, they flew, remember? They um, flew up. All right. Um, so Felix Sorry. is also keeping an eye on the Angus core gang yeah. just like waiting for them to do something um, I might even just have Slim maybe hover a little closer to them just in case uh, I need her to like maybe be a little closer to something to listen to Yes. Um, actually hold on I think now is as good a time of it as any to break this out because I'm sure I have like 10 minutes here while we're like yeah there's the a few going songs on. going on I'm going to recast find familiar to change the shape of slim shady all right whoa two uh so she turns into you remember the guys remember the beholder Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tiny one probably about the size of like uh i'd say like a basketball um with only like maybe two eye stalks coming out and a little and like a little like central eye and it just looks like grotesque it's like this like dark green its skin is like slimy and it starts, Ooh. like, chattering and, you know, doing, like, weird shit like that. I like Girl Out Last now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss Slim Shady. It's the intimidation factor. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I can change back anytime. How about how about you, Mort? What are you and your mirror images doing up in the crow's nest? Um, literally, like, staring at awe at Dr. Dudu. And anything that he does, even with it, like, if he moves his wing, more moves his arm. 
If he sneezes, Mort sneezes. If he wiggles and shakes, Mort wiggles and shakes. So really whatever Dr. Dudu is doing, Mort, all four Morts are doing the same thing. <laughs> on to the follow-up then. Dr. Dudu, what you got going on? <laughs> so first Dudu walks to the left and like puts his little gooseneck down looking at uh, Angus Corps because he recognizes that they were causing a ruckus. Um, puts his gooseneck again into his uh, like his wing. They're not really causing a ruckus yet, right? Well, they they, just, they, uh, they, they, they they made it a scene walking in. He, right. Show, uh, yeah, the show's happening. Dudu doesn't really know who they are. Yeah. It's more they're they're more raucous than causing a ruckus yeah. right now. If yeah. we're gonna split hairs, <laughs> it's raucous but not causing a ruckus. Right. right. Um. So Mort's trying to follow to do doing this. Mort is like smashing his face into his elbow, and like cocking his neck around. Didu takes his goose neck and sticks his goose head into his rump sack and starts eating his goose rump sack. Yeah. <laughs> his cocktail weenies. Okay. Mort doesn't have any cocktail weenies. But <laughs> in fact, Mort is like just naked and buttery. Uh, is... No, I found some things backstage to... Oh, what? Hold on. <laughs> All right. So... Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want to make it clear that now, canonically, Dudu is a stress eater. Yeah. That's that's an important character trait, I think. I don't think he's stressed. I think he's oblivious. Just out of boredom? He's just snacking? Okay. Drum roll. (laughs) That's the alert. That's the alert. That's the alert. What is Mort wearing? Okay, so... (laughs) What did you find backstage? Well... From, it's a stage. It is a green room. I mean, it's like it's like a Wild dressing concert. room, basically. Yes. No. Uh, all, all the costumes you could want are there. But in following the around. around huh? Yeah. Is that in the Wild Bunch rider? Of course it is. Yes. To bring us any costume you can get your hands on? Yes. Okay. And a trunk filled with different colored silk scarves. Oh, sweet. Oh. Well, <laughs> um, since he's been following to do around, and to do is an old bird. Um, every time he literally, shit, quite literally, quite literally, every time he sheds a feather, Mort has been picking it up and like gluing it to himself. So it, it's only been like maybe like a few hours. So he's just like kind of mishappenly, like every once in a while, there's just a nice bare spot of skin. But the majority of Mort's body is covered in loose goose feathers. Say that again. Loose goose feathers. <laughs> The dude notices but doesn't mind. He just thinks you're cleaning up after him. Right, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm basically goose down Mort. And um, I, me and Chubbs kind of got into it as well. And I, I picked a few of the ferns off it, well, the leaves off of his fern. And I fashioned a scarf of ferns around my neck. So I just <laughs> look like. There's a whole chest of scarves. He just said that. <laughs> and you make a scarf out of fern leaves. Correct. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, gorgeous Mort. So I just have a lot of goose feathers glued to me and a makeshift fern necklace uh, more of a scarf scarf like it's it's like if They're you can envision together like a, a clown in like the early 19th century you know those like weird those like collars those, like those like the, yeah. the ones yeah. that go out to the shoulders Correct. yeah it looks like that uh, but just made out of fern Beautiful. also in, in terms of like feel and texture I'm imagining like a feather made wicker Kind of thing. They're it's woven. Still, it's got to be woven. stiff-ish. Yeah. Right? He he does More have a DDSL. He himself probably. Yeah, the, the longer I follow to do around, the more I will fill in. Does BDSM apply to ferns? BDSM, oh, and no. it does. Yes. <laughs> okay. So to the fourth song in the set. 
What's a good fourth song in the set? What fourth was it? Fan like, Bottom Dwarves, man. Yeah, they, that yeah. was a good one. No, yeah. Fan Bottom Dwarves <laughs> is in the encore. Oh, okay. Yeah, we bring the house sense. down. <laughs> right. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, uh, seven, seven Seas of High Rock. Sure, that sounds great. A rousing rendition of the old, uh, the old shanty Seven Seas of High Rock. And just as the chorus reaches its peak, a window just above the main entrance shatters. And the scene goes as things rewind and the camera cuts to outside where the top of that uh, covered wagon bursts off as a catapult flings a crate through the glass window. Okay. I'm sorry, a catapult? A catapult. From the wagon. I fucking hate these guys. They don't even appreciate good siege weaponry. No, they don't, but it was portable. And it <laughs> flings a crate through the window. A catapult does have its time and place. Ah, yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, and, it's a trebuchet. I mean, into a window. But it's a crate. Yeah, <laughs> a crate which crashes and smashes to the ground. Did it hit anybody? Does it splashes? <laughs> it does hit a few people. <clears throat> Some folks are injured, and Angus Cor and his crew rush to the crate to pull out their weapons. Yeah. All right, Paradil zipping down. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for your combat characters, roll for initiative. On stage, the concert does not stop. Of course lights, it doesn't. The lights are in their face. <laughs> they can't actually see what's going on out mm -hmm. there. It just sounds like the crowd is having a great time. Yes. Pregnant is in the middle of a... Less, um, some of the security have uh, kind of gotten the injured out of the way, and a circle has sort of opened up, more or less like a mosh pit. So now there is a 20, 25-foot circle in the middle there where... Um, Angus Kor and the Merchants of Doom have their weapons brandished, almost like a high-stakes mosh pit. And they are ready to go with anyone who steps in. Fantastic. Cool. They want to steal the show for themselves, because how dare these upstart heroes of the Kingdom of Vesh, and how dare this jackhole Frankie Wilde upstage Angus Kor and the Merchants of Doom. No, he say, nay! Night, or however he'd say it in Scottish. So I can't really do accents that well. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm trying, laddies, but I just can't do it. That was pretty good. All right. That was passable <laughs> on a podcast. Close enough. All right. So, if I closed my eyes, I thought you were Scottish for. A minute. <laughs> <laughs> in so dark if, room, if I, you'd come I off hold as one Scottish. Eye open and stand on one leg. You're definitely sounding Scottish. Just so you guys know, my hatred for my foes is blind and unreasoning. Oh, cool. Correct. It's blinded on reasoning? Blind, blind and, and unreasoning. unreasoning. Yep. Makes much more sense. Kind of blinded. <laughs> my hatred for my foes is blinded by reasoning. <laughs> I'm a very rational, angry person. Just so you guys know, I'll do anything to get my hands on something rare or precious. That means dead ass. No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Up to and including dead ass. That's oddly wholesome. <laughs> Is that what it says? Huh. No. Some. No. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it doesn't say precious. It, it says priceless. Priceless. Which still applies to dead ass. It says priceless. <laughs> what is everybody's character flaw? My flaw is that I talk without thinking. You're going to like this. 
Oh, is this Mort's character flaws? <laughs> I'm convinced of the, the significance of my destiny and blind to my shortcomings and the risk of failure. For sure. That checks out. That yep, checks that's out. accurate. That's <laughs> very <laughs> fucking accurate. Very accurate. That's accurate. Years of successfully deceiving others have made me cocky. I think no one can see through my lies. Right. Right. True. Would you have... Uh, cats weren't weaknesses. Cats weren't... Hell no, they weren't. Uh, yeah, it's just I'll do anything to get my... That was a bond. Prices. I just I wanted do, to remember and, the and, cat and, to, and Tavi's <laughs> is I can't leave a room without checking it for secret doors. Right. That's not mm -hmm. much of a flaw, though. Has Tavi gotten in touch with his parents, by the way? No. No, not yet. No. What a fucking dick. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like... That was the first thing I thought, was like, he meets but, up with a bunch of adventurers, and he's like... That or maybe uh, he's like... I want to go the fuck home. out there's of here. Also, yeah, but like, there's, like... I don't know. He's changed. Like, he's, he's older. That's and he weird. wanted to get... I mean, James is bringing up the fact that he wanted to get as far away from his parents as possible in the first place. And right, succeeded so, yeah, quite... Yeah. yeah. Quite handedly in doing literally that. Went to Quite literally went Literally, like walking to a portal. The circle in question has formed just a little bit closer to the door from the crow's nest there. So, Paradil, you do know which uh, zipline you'll be able to take down. Okay. It's the third one. <laughs> For those of you keeping track at zip home. Zipline three. Of all the zipline. Zipline number three. I thought it was going to be four, but three nope, came out of left field here. I know, I'm right? taking it. Shocking. But anyway... To the top of initiative, Felix, what do you got for us? Fabulous. So they're all grabbing their weapons. So I'm going to look at uh, that human knight, Armalex, right? Is that, yes. a, is that her name? Okay. Yeah. Not so much their weapons. They are generic weapons. They don't appear to be all that magical. Ooh. Okay. Well, that's their fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to place a hex as a bonus action on Armalax, okay. and it's going to be the Strength Hex. The Strength Hex, okay. So, you know, I, it's been a while since we've had Hex, but essentially until the spell ends, I deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, this is at 5th level, so I can maintain... Okay, so I uh, just made concentration, sorry. I can concentrate on it for 24 hours at a 5th level spell. Uh, 1d6 necrotic damage extra whenever I hit it with an attack, and it has a disadvantage on the checks of that chosen ability, which is Strength. Strength. And if she happens to drop to zero hit points in 24 hours, I can move this to another target as a uh, bonus action on my turn. Fantastic. So there's your action. That's um, my bonus action. Okay. Oh, the hex is your bonus <laughs> action. Okay. So you've still got your move and your action. Well, I mean, I can see her from the rafters. Yes. I see no reason to uh, move anywhere uh, closer. Yeah. And I'm going to fire three Eldritch Blasts. Three Eldritch Blasts. At, Arm at Armalax. Because that is a cantrip. All right. Do that with the hex. Yes. Twenty-four. All right. Fifteen. Fifteen does not. And twenty. Yeah, more than that. Twenty-seven. Yes. So two hits. Okay. Okay. First one does fourteen force damage. The other one does eight force damage. So a total of uh, was it? Force damage? 14 and 8. 22. That's 22. correct. Okay, I knew that, which is nuts. Do you, right. What was your 1d6? And, oh, yeah, and plus uh, that's two hits, so an additional uh, 10 necrotic damage. Plus 10, okay. Armalex uh, is not bloodied or anything like that, but yeah. It was a good opening volley. That, that, that was a good opener. I like that a lot. Might as well get things started off right. And now I'm going to make myself a target, which is, you know, totally fine. Typical. 
So, nobody else has really stepped into the circle yet. Nope. Speaking of people out, out and about, Quinn, you were close to the circle, but we'll get into that. You're not in there yet. Also, my question is, I mean, I, I set up a trigger for Paradil. Okay. And that has been triggered, so should, I mean, where am I? Uh, I, yes. I feel like I've reacted. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you did set that trigger. You've reacted. So and you have are... did I get to the crate before Angus Core? Um, no, just because Angus Core and company knew the crate was coming and you didn't. Okay. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm saying that is they yeah. had that their triggers in advance as well. Okay. But I can have you in the circle immediately if you choose. Uh, that was Paradil's plan. All right. So Paradil's in. He the wanted circle. to be triggered by anything out of the ordinary or immediately threatening yeah. and he needed to be in the middle of that threat. Oh, you you spring that. to action and brandish your weapon right away. You're standing in the middle of the circle facing down Angus Kor and the Merchants of Doom. Okay. The people seeing it and seeing you first on the scene, they notice. Okay. That story's gonna make it around. Oh, okay. As long as you walk out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Like... You you were a my you like you're an A class hero stepping up to an S class in front of everybody. Right. You walk out of this with your skin and you're gonna you're gonna So if I could illustrate that a little bit. He yeah. Paradol had, you know, a nice really uh, robust leather strap that he just swung around yeah. the uh, the zip line, whatever yes. supporting uh, line had the Line number nest. three. Yes. Yeah. Line yeah. number three. <laughs> the third most supportive line on the crow's nest that was in the middle of the concert crowd. Yeah. And he used that robust leather strap to zip it yes, down quite robust. and zip it up. <laughs> Did he do a spin before he landed? Yeah, of course. Cool. And the superhero land, the thud, the bending of the knees, brandishing weapons. There's a little bit of dust kick up. Yes. I think I feel like he did a backflip off of the strap, landed Perfect. on his hands, and sprung sprung onto his feet with both swords drawn. That was heroic enough where I'm just going to let that pass through without an acrobatics check. <laughs> Not really a superhero landing, but a, no. like a double forked right. rapier yeah. plus longsword draw. The people are going to remember this one. Okay. Which is a good thing. Now we're going to get on to Angus Core and the Merchants of Doom. Mm-hmm. So, Armalax is going to make either three melee or three ranged attacks. Let's see. Let's see what she chooses. I just, you know, kind of pelted her in the face with two of those Eldritch Blasts. Do you pelt someone with Eldritch Blasts? Is that the right word? I mean, it's for force it? damage. Like I mentioned, yeah. it's pelted like a... Her. Poof, you know. It's yeah. Splooging it's like a, motion? <laughs> no, it's not. It is on the stage. <laughs> it's more of a squirrel. Did you yell combustulo when you threw those? <laughs> now. Combustulo. I mean, he's right there. You can't even pay homage to the man. He's banging away on the drums. No, I'm homage. not going to do his job Fucking for him. Hom- it's homage. <laughs> He doesn't have a mic. Banging away. Do you need a mic to, to be to, to, to combustulate? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She is going to produce her longsword and take, a- <laughs> take one swing at Paradil. All right. Plus nine is a 13 against AC. Hell no. Not going to do it. And throw two javelins at... Uh, at Mr. Fizzlebottom? At, at Felix Fizzlebottom, because 
you do kind of have her fallen undivided. You shot her in the face a few times. I, I did. Plus hex damage. I did. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I don't deserve that. So let's see. First is going to be an 18 against AC. Uh, yeah, 18 will definitely hit me. All right. The second one will be just a 10 against AC. That will not. Felix takes a javelin. Gum. Does anybody have javelin on their sheet this one? It's 1d6. Uh, I do. It is 1d6. Yeah. All right. And it is just going to be a 1d6 plus 2 damage coming at you piercing, which is... Mine are plus 4. All right. Yeah, it's your strength. Yeah. Oh. You've got more... Okay. Yeah. You've got strength. And uh, right now, that's uh, 5, 6, 7 against uh, your AC. What do you mean? 7 hit points? 7, down? Yeah, seven damage. Or, yeah, not against your AC, against your HP. That's yeah. fine. All right. Armalax is out of the way. Every time someone throws a javelin at us, I see the Ace Ventura scene. Yeah! <laughs> Two dots is too much! <laughs> Good. Alright, we've got that. Now, the second out of the group, Elvira, also looks up. She pulls no weapons out of that crate, mm-hmm. but instead reaches her hand back and throws a fireball at the uh, crow's nest. Counterspell. Lovely. Really? All right. How does counterspell work? Um, if it is if it is fifth level or lower, it's automatically countered. Oof. So you counter her spell. Mort is giving you a high five from the rafters, knowing that you just literally saved him from being burned alive. Thank you. All right. Quality counter. What's up, John? Are all these spells... Are, are we are we still doing the like they don't always work all the time thing? Um, Dave's tracking that on his side. It's not I'm okay. I, w- I wasn't sure because there was a time when like every single time we used magic, it was an issue. It was the way I was rolling too. So yeah, like I love that table, but that table is throwing extra wrenches into an already complex thing. So okay, I'll I'll use it when it's dramatically necessary. Gotcha. All right. So the fireball is counted. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And it now, was and, only cast at level four. And then Felix is going to like kind of like blow on his fingers and go, nope. And uh, now Mort is all hyped up, and he's just yucking it up up there, just honking away. Honk, 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 honk. I'm beating my chest. Honk, 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 honk. That's my reaction, though. And that is my war cry. All right. <laughs> that is my war cry. This is my fight song. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, isn't there a pop song like that? Well, Frankie Wilde is <laughs> now Katie playing that song on Harry. stage. All right. So Pocus, Poke Us, Frumbo, pulls out his scimitar, and he's going to take a couple of swings at uh, Paradil, who's in the group. Ooh. Okay. Look, the, the more you're tanking this for everyone, people are noticing this. So, yeah. yeah, you're getting picked on. But you're getting street cred for facing down these baddies in front of everybody, too, yeah. before everybody else shows up. So, it's actually it's three, so five plus five is ten against AC. That's nope, not that's a whiffer. And Seventeen plus five. Yeah, that's uh, 23? 23. 22, sorry. Yeah. 17 plus five, yeah. Yeah, 22. That, that beats AC. That one will do it. See a 21 against AC. That beats AC. All right. So a couple of 2d6 plus threes. First one is going to be a uh, nine slashing damage. Okay. I am going to parry that. Okay. 
Um, Just a quick I'm going to okay. what does parry do, by the way? Uh, when I'm damaged in a melee, I yeah. can use a reaction to um, reduce it by my superior superiority die plus dex mod. All right. So that instead of a nine is reduced by five to a four. All right. So take that four and then another 10 slashing damage from the second die. You got to take that one. Yeah. All right. So Still. those things happen. Nice. Grep pulls a loot out of the box. Oh, Grep, don't do me dirty, man. Keep him alive. Keep him alive. It's not your turn. I know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just shouting <laughs> my intentions. I can't hear you over the rock show. It's true, you can't. The right. ruckus. All perception checks are at I mean, the yeah, ruckus. If we're trying. <laughs> if we're trying to listen to Felix right now. The first thing he does is cast invisibility on himself. He just disappears? Yes. We now have an invisible gobbo. There's an invisible goblin minstrel. Goblin? Yes. Gerblin? So he does that. And we get on to Brinks Brackensprocket. Oh, man. Brinks has been on Hobbit's kill list as long as Angus Core has, just about. Uh, a little shorter. We only ran into him. Ang- Angus was first. Right. Brings his By name alone, right? He takes a <laughs> quick couple of steps in, and he makes two attacks with daggers. They will not be sneak attacks, as you see him coming the whole way. These are also against Paragon. First one does not. And the second one is, let's see, 8 plus 5, 13 against AC. Does not hit. Two whiffs, and he... Uses and his, who is this doing it? Brinks, this is okay. Brinks Bracken's Brocket. Mm-hmm. He uses his uh, cunning action to disengage and step 10 feet back away from you. And so he's back towards the edge of the circle. And to clarify, not to shoot ourselves in the foot here, but he would get sneak attack if he hit, but he doesn't get advantage on the roll because he has an ally within five feet attacking him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he would. And you'd think I would know this as I played a rogue for several yeah. years. <laughs> Angus Kor readies his gigantic great axe above, holding it above his head, shouting a challenge to all who will hear, and a lot of people hear it because he is shouting loud. This can I be the only thing you have? In subtitles, this cannot be the only thing you have. <laughs> <laughs> This little kid better not be the only one with the courage to stand before me. This little bit, little bop, caboodle, boop. (laughs) This little kid. (laughs) The only, better not be the only one with the courage to stand before me. And he readies an attack, but does not attack yet. Oh, shit. And with that, we are going to call this episode. Oh, challenge in the air. Lovely. Oh, Lord. So, ladies and gentlemen, Zerke, Erte, Damer, and Herren, if you like us, we can be found on the internet. It's a place. It is a place. And a series of tubes. It's but that series of tubes, and more importantly, it is an idea. And that idea contains several things, such as our Twitter presence, at Hapless Heroes. It contains our Facebook, Hapless Heroes Podcast, and it contains our subreddit, slash r, slash Hapless Heroes podcast oh oh yeah podcast is in there and the two things that are at hapless heroes are instagram and twitter yes 
And seemingly most importantly, our Discord. Yes, because all of those things will take you to the crown jewel of our social media presence, our Discord server, where you can talk to us on a daily basis. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. We have a lot of fun. It's a great place. It's a mediocre amount of fun. We have... the. You shut your bitch mouth about that. <laughs> oh, it is not a mediocre yeah. amount of fun. We I don't have want to a set vibrant and active community, <laughs> yeah. and I will not yeah. see you sully its good name by calling it mediocre. It's just, been, it's just been a really strong magnet for the nerdiest of our <laughs> social media fun. I don't know oh. if you would even call it social media, but it's just like it seems to be the most active place for our podcast. It's it really is, and it is probably the best thing to happen to our fan engagement. So if you really want to connect with us... If you a nerd, especially, because this this Discord thing in general, if you're not familiar with Discord, has (laughs) some supremely strong nerd aesthetic, and that shows in the people that it attracts, seemingly. Hell yeah. Yeah. We've got some great people. It's not just us. It's our fans. It's our guests. It is a great place to talk to us. Now, if you really, really like us... There's a few ghosts on it now, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ghosts! Ghosts! Not afraid of ghosts. But if you really, really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We are on Google Play Music. We are on uh, Podbean. We're on Stitcher. We're on Apple iTunes. All those places. places You can find us. You can leave us reviews. And we will be ever so grateful for you telling us what you think, giving us good, solid, and honest feedback, and helping us reach a greater audience through the power of reviews. Are we on uh, Google Play? (laughs) <laughs> Boo. Boo. I, I don't even care. Yay. I don't even care. I'm not even, not even a little bit ashamed of that. I'm in full support <laughs> of muggling something. But yeah. To be found in the pot of casting. <laughs> now, if you really, really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash hapless heroes. Thank you very much. It's, it's good that the guy who set it up knows this because I didn't set it up and I don't know this stuff. And I don't really know Patreon that well, but it is a wonderful thing where you can donate to us and you can help us with our operating expenses, um, helping us uh, get new and better recording equipment, putting new and better pizza in our bellies. I still have actually not even, like, besides that one pizza party we had like three years ago, we had not put any of that money towards pizza. Yeah, yeah but it's all, been re- it's all been reinvested <laughs> into the podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I just wanted to say a quick shout out to our uh, newest uh, patron, to Jake. Uh, thank you, my brother, for your kind donation, and welcome to the inner circle. Yeah. Boom. Thank you, Jake. Most Thanks, Jake. Circles. You're great. No tasteful nudes for you yet, though. Maybe. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll shoot one out just for no, but we consensual. I'll censored. A censored all, nude. At least all of you guys can put a face to that name. Yeah, too. and the rewards are pretty sweet. They are pretty sweet. And if you like us, I mean, really like us right now, you like us, you should go to your restaurant of choice. Probably not your favorite restaurant, because what you're going to do there is order a bowl of soup. Mm -hmm. And upon receiving the soup, slip your phone into it. Hopefully you have a liquid resistant phone and the phone will have already been playing our podcast and you can say thereafter uh excuse me waiter um there's something very odd in my soup and then you plunge your bare hand down into the bowl of steaming hot soup maybe scalding you for dramatic effect and pull out your phone and say my favorite podcast hapless heroes (laughs) 
There is no response I could come up with sufficient to that greatness. So the only thing I'm gonna do, the only thing I can do is outro my cast. We're gonna start from my left. He played Pregnart. He played the bold hero, Parada Lincoln Woods. He is the one and only Zach. I think I'm in this soup a little up to over my head. I don't know if that makes sense. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty damn weird. On to John. You had one shot. Do not miss your I combusted my load on that, if you really like us. There we go. Rule of three. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So to his left, as both Dr. Dudu and Lord Jarrell the Light, we have John. Who are these men? And until next time. (laughs) And to his left, he plays Felix Fizzlebottom. He plays Tabi Asermat. He is Francesco. I promise there is a plan. To his left, we have Mike as Lord Captain Quinn Southwind and as Murph Eastlaw. Don't worry all, the hapless heroes will save the day. To his left, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. And who else was James? Stenton Crossbreeze. Stenton Crossbreeze. I was having a brain moment there, senior moment. Security is on. Come back next week if you're a fan of fucking smashing. Oh, <laughs> yes! And to his left to round it out, we've got Massimo as. Oh, holy crap. Gorgeous more. I know, it's gorgeous more. <laughs> and Chubbs. And Chubbs. Why can I not do this? Why can I not word tonight? Who are these men? Characters. And. <laughs> So before I make a further <laughs> ass of myself by trying to bungle sentences, my name is Dave. I've been your host, your dungeon master for this evening. Thank you so much for coming out. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.